Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Ralph Steadman is one of is the last of the original Gonzo visionaries. Made over the course of 15 years, for no good reason, explores the connection between life and art through the eyes of a seminal British artist by the name of Ralph Steadman. Insightful, humorous, and visually stunning, this is a study in honesty, friendship, and ambition. And our guide in this film, uh, for no good reason, is American actor Johnny Depp. But more importantly, we are joined today by the director, Charlie Paul, and the producer, Lucy Paul, here on Film School. Charlie and Lucy, welcome to Film School. Hi, it's Lucy here. Thank you very much, Mike, for having us on the show. Yeah, fantastic. Hi, there's Charlie here. Hey, Charlie, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. Good. I'm very well indeed, thank you. Good, <laughs> great. In sunny London. In in sunny London, is that? Are you being ironic, or is it actually sunny in in London today? <laughs> As it happens, actually, right now we do, we are being ironic because it has been raining either side of this very beautiful patch of blue we're sitting in right now. Oh, so very good. Actually, nice at the moment. <laughs> well, tell uh, Charlie, why don't we start with you? Uh, tell us a little bit about. I know, I know you're an artist as well. Uh, tell me a little about about your interest in Ralph, uh, and 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 where it's all started to, to make for no good reason. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, Ralph had already been on my radar for a long time being an art student, and he was one of those kind of artists that um, I knew, I, I, you know, for some reason I, I loved the work of. Um, I think it was, looking back on it, I was always interested in, and I have been interested in the animation process and, and art moving, and I think the sim- similarity with, with um, that kind of process and the way Ralph's art kind of is always on the edge of going somewhere. It's a, um, you know, it's marvelous and jittery kind of like art form he uses and splatters and scratches. So it was, um, it was an ambition of mine to meet him one day and, and I was very fortunate enough to, um, to be able to do that after writing the letter. I, um, I asked him to come down and meet him and talk about his work and he was very gracious and, and um, you know, had me down at his house and we just got on and from then on, um, it's been a long and, and fruitful and you know, marvelously productive relationship. Now, Lucy, uh, this was a film made over the course of 15 years. Um, what was it about when you started the, to the, the production of the film, and when? What was it about the the time frame you decided this is a time to wrap up and and and, and pull it together? For yeah. Well, um, I mean, initially, really. Charlie, um, it, it was Charlie's project. Um, it was Charlie's project, and, and it was his kind of creative outlet, really. He, he's, you know, the bulk of his work is music promos and commercials, and this project with um, with Ralph was was his kind of very free, no non-boundaried creative creative outlet. Um, and so in the early years, I guess really the kind of the first five or six years, he just used to go down and record Ralph and no one really paid much attention. You know, he, he, it was just, you know, what, what he needed to do. And, um, and then after quite a few years, like you said, it's been 15 years in the making, um, I kind of started looking at the footage that he was collecting and was blown away by it and, um, you know, some really beautiful, intimate, phenomenal footage of, of Ralph's stock frame of his art, 
and, um, and realised that we'd got a film in there. But even at that point, we, it was still a very kind of organic process. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it was only about uh, three years from completing the film when we found an editor yeah. that, in a way, that the, the structure of, of the piece, you know, of the film, what was put in. Now, now, I guess at this point, uh, I'm very familiar with Ralph uh, Steadman and his work. I've grown up w- uh, looking and admiring his work. So may- maybe for the sake of the audience, maybe we need to sort of take a step back here and explain uh, the context for Ralph Steadman. Um, and 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 I'll just I'll just put the the one I guess basic fact that most people know. He worked extensively with Hunter S. Thompson, especially on some of the more prominent projects that Hunter, the books that he wrote. But tell you, you and Charlie, you already said you you know, long time admire. Give give us a little bit of a context for for Ralph Steadman and his place as a as an artist here. Yeah, um, I mean Ralph kind of he, he came up through you know a popular newspaper kind of magazines and um, doing kind of, uh, kind of like caricatures and, 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 and drawings and so on. But it was when when his work started to um, a, a book a Still Life in Raspberries, which is one of the first books in the film, um, uh, is a collection of his work. And when his work started kind of to get this this edge, this kind of bite to it, he was fortunate enough to, to meet Hunter S. Thompson uh, at uh, doing an article for a magazine called Scanlon, which um, which was turned out to be Ken- uh, Kentucky Derby as decadent and depraved. And it was then Ralph's kind of work suddenly took on a kind of an edge and a, a kind of a super cool look. And, and it was very unexpected art, and it was really kind of very different. And, and being a, a young punk and being someone who kind of came out of counterculture, um, I, I, I was immediately drawn to this kind of, this, this, this pen. Uh, Ralph's work has been varied. He's, he's worked on projects from, from Alice in Wonderland to Freud to Leonardo to... So he, he also is someone who moves around and, and kind of like, and, and he's always reinventing his work. So he was always a surprise. He was always someone who you could, um, every year or so, have a publication suddenly appear out of. And, and it was a complete, um, you know, a, a mystery as to what he would approach next and so on. So it was all these kind of things that, that, that attracted me to him and also um, made the film the film it is, it, you know. Uh, am I right in thinking, Charlie, that it's, in the in the early years for you, your attraction to Ralph's was not just the, the the visuality of it, the visuals of it, but actually the message in his art. You know, his yeah. his social his social commentary, his kind of fierce moral compass, his comment, his political comment, the messages in his art held strong resonance for you, didn't it? <clears throat> Aside from being, you know, finding visually his, his work exciting. No, absolutely. I mean, Ralph's, Ralph's subjects um, throughout his kind of career have been, um, you know, counterculture in, in a way of talking about um, uh, societies or about charities or whatever it may be. It was always stuff that, you know, that there wasn't enough being talked about at the time. So, yeah, absolutely. Can I, just for just for my own edification, or just just to let you know, my attraction to Ralph's work and what I find so compelling about his work uh, is that this dynamic that's almost always in his in his uh, subjects and the things that he's satirizing, uh, there there seems to be uh, nothing polite about his work. In other words. Uh, he's talking about more more often than not. He's talking about the relationship between the powerful and the, than the power and the people with less power. 
mm-hmm. and and there's and there's Absolutely. sort and there's sort of a politeness in in political discourse when these when these subjects are discussed, and that's not the case in Ralph Steadman's work. His 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 artwork puts that dynamic as basically there's a war between the rich and the and the poor, or it's it's not polite. Let's put it that way. And when I look um, at his stuff, that's what I see is is this kind of pulling the veil back on really the dynamic that's really in play when we're talking about the things that he's satirizing. Is, is that? Make, I mean, in a way, is is it like you know an actor playing a role? In you know, in a way, you know, in the film. Yeah illustrates this, that you meet Ralph as a person, he's a very charming, uh, humorous, gentle, very lovely, generous, warm guy. His art is really what's going on in his head, and he's able to express that through his art and almost kind of hide behind that. You know, his message is very clear in his art, but um, when you meet him in person... You, you don't make the association of what he creates visually and, and the man that you have in front of you. Right, and in the same way that Swift was not polite <laughs> in his depictions of the, of, of the social issues that were important at that time of his, of his life, I think that's the same thing that I get from Ralph Steadman, is these things matter, and they matter, and you can see it in the way that he draw, the way he paints and the way he draws. Is that these oh, things yeah, matter. They, they absolutely matter. Yeah. Um, and, and you can see, Ralph, that he's a driven man uh, because of these... these Injustices. Yeah. He, he's, he's very appalled and needs to be vocal about the, the adjust, uh, injustices that exist. Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's what, uh, for no good reason, is fantastic at. I, I, I just think that we, we, we get to see a lot of his work and we see the context for his work. And we see him as this very genial you know, man, as you're describing him. I'm sure he was... Uh, it must have been a lot of uh, very rewarding to go to talk to him, to find him so inviting. But then you see his work and you see the passion in, in, in it. That's just amazing uh, to me. Absolutely. And I think the most beautiful thing when you work with an artist and you see them, you know, in their element, like, uh, like you see with Ralph working on his paintings, uh, it's such a beautiful thing to observe a man kind of lose, his, lose all his years. He's, he's suddenly this amazing, um, the Ralph that he always has been inside, you know, creating these fantastic pieces. Ralph it does manage to, to live in his art. It's, it's, kind of a, a, it's a marvelous thing to try and capture on the film. I mean, in, in terms, Mike, of how we um, structured the film and put the film together, we took our lead from Ralph in that, you know, it, it is a, it's, a, it's a visual experience. It's a, a, a cinematic experience. Um, we wanted the film to work on all those senses for people, yeah. much as they do when you look at art. Yeah. We didn't need to um, labour the, the, the kind of linear narrative structure. We wanted people to have a very visual experience, and, and that cue was taken from Ralph because that's how he's led his life. Yeah, and I want to let our, uh, remind our listeners we're speaking with Charlie Paul and Lucy Paul. Charlie is the director. Lucy is the producer of the film for no good reason. A documentary on, on about Ralph Steadman, one of the to me one of the seminal artists uh, of the last fifty years, and, and and I I just think he his work is fantastic. And I, I also want to let our listeners know that the film is now playing across Southern California, a number of different theaters, including the Lemley Playhouse Seven in Pasadena, the Regency South Coast Village here in Orange County, the Sundance. Sunset on Sunset Boulevard. That's a fantastic theater. And Lemley NoHo 7. So it's rolling out 
uh, beyond where it was at the New Art this week. So check it out. It is just it's just a I, I feel like I really got to know um, Ralph Steadman, and I also got a, a sense of him as an artist. And one of my favorite parts of the film. I would encourage everyone to go see it for just this section of the film is to watch him produce a piece of work. I thought that was fantastic. I, I just, I, I, that blew me away to watch him work. I was, oh, thank, I was, you. Yeah, thank you. I was so lucky to be able to, um, by the time we were starting to record the kind of work that we show in the film, um, we had managed to do, you know, kind of become invisible in the Ralph studio and, and, and then allowed Ralph to be able to, to work kind of unencumbered. And also I think what was important was by then I was able to kind of be able to interpret where Ralph was going next, and so the idea that I could have cameras and stuff uh, where, where the the, um, the action was going to arrive and be there before it happened. And of course, Ralph is very unpredictable, so he will grab a pot from anywhere or tear something up or whatever it may be. So, um, so, so there came a time in the middle of the filming process where it was a lovely kind of synergy between. Um, uh, the, the art production and the filming production where we managed to capture you know, how you really would feel if you were just uh, you know, a fly on the wall in the studio of an artist working. It was, it was wonderful. It, this is a really, I really enjoyed the film a lot. I think it, it's, the fact that Johnny Depp is kind of our tour guide is great. He's wonderful. <laughs> I love his work and it, it's great. But the star of the show is Ralph Stemman. That's as it should be. And, and I, I just felt so much uh, an affinity for not only him as a person, but God, I love his work. And I just, I'm so thrilled that uh, that you've been able to capture so much of the, not only the work, but the essence of him as a person. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I hate to do this. Unfortunately, I'm just going to run out of time here with you. I want to thank you so much. We're, you know, we're calling you in London and I appreciate you taking the time out of a, a I'm sure a busy day for you to, to, to be here. And, right. and, yeah. Lucy and, and, and Charlie, thank you so much. I hope uh, to see future work. I, I look forward to uh, whatever else you're working on. And uh, He's on to the next one, Mike. On to the next one. But, but people... I hope it doesn't take 15 years. <laughs> That's right. Well, this is a, this is a wonderful uh, piece of work for no good reason, uh, the film, the documentary. Charlie Paul, the director. Lucy Paul, the producer. Thank you so much for being here on Film School. Thank you, Mike. Great. Pleasure. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.